Hi, and welcome to I Wish I Knew, a podcast on high school help and preparing for other teenage roadblocks. I am your host, Valentino LaMarca. This is episode two, study habits and staying organized. In this episode, we will be going over study habits and ways to be most prepared for your tests and how to organize your work through paper and virtually. And I will also throw in some tips and strategies that have helped me feel most prepared and stress-free when going into a classroom to take a test. Okay, first thing, we're going to go over study habits. Now, these are ways you should study, best ways to study, and how to work up to studying so that you end up doing the least work or cramming before a test. So you can always watch videos on strategies to study and you should also try different patterns or things that work for you to really find a great median. You don't want to be trying out different study habits going into high school. You want to be developing those before high school or find just the best way that works for you. Now, what I personally do to study is I collect all my work um, and I believe me guys, taking notes and just being organized with your work, which is the next thing we'll cover, is one of the best things. It might take extra work and people might say that, oh, you're doing too much extra, but that way you're going to be stress-free and more comfortable studying. Because I don't know about you, but I've sometimes gone into studying and the first half of studying is what to study. I'm like, well, let's look at this lesson and this lesson and all these review guides. You don't want to be doing that because then you're depending on what the teacher is telling you to study and not what they've been teaching you. So first thing, what I do is I make sure to take class notes. If they say it to take them, then that's fine. If I don't, I just write a note on what we did that day. But it's important to know all your content because a lot of the time, I mean, sometimes they do, but a lot of the time teachers won't have a syllabus for you. A syllabus is just a list or note on everything that you're going to be going over. So you don't know exactly what everything is going to be covered, especially because every teacher's teaching style is different. And some teachers are go in depth while others just give more work. So first thing important to take your notes, keep them organized, have your own folder for each class. That's what's helped me just stay in the know for everything and more comfortable when going to study. The second day is any bumper content or second review or just recap and stuff like that. Once you've set up your timeline and you budget how much blocking time you want to spend on how much you're studying, then it's really very simple to get into studying and to just focus on the content instead of worrying when you're going to do it, um, how much you're going to study, what you're going to study, because you'll have that all pre-planned and you want to do this before the two-day block. So a recap, what works for me is to keep a record of the content in a notebook, a folder, or a binder, and then planning out when I'm going to study at least two days in advance, getting good sleep, because that really helps. You don't want to cram into 2, 3 a.m., and then you won't be sharp the next day. So get your good sleep, and then just calming down and being confident in the content that you recap those two days. 
Okay, we're going to be moving into on how to organize a planner and how to organize your work. You can skip this portion if you don't use planners or you already have a good system on documenting what you have to be doing. So I have been using planners and bullet journals since seventh grade. They have helped a whole lot, especially because I can get very overwhelmed with work and it's much easier to see everything laid out. Now, I know someone who put everything on sticky notes and they said that that system worked for them. And I kind of do that as well, but I do that all in one place. So how I set up my planner is I do it by week. Usually if you get the ones that are dated, they will also be by week. And you write the events, all the events that are going on. I write them at the top just so I know what I have to actually be doing at a scheduled time for that day. And then I write all of the assignments under it. So usually if it's a test or an assessment, I'll write it on the day that the test is so that I don't forget about it because usually you don't do like a test the day that it's quote unquote assigned. I then have a system of just check boxes and a check means complete it. An X means migrated or move it moved to another day. And a star means that it's due that night. Now you can have your own system, but it's important that you don't get too overwhelmed because going into high school, there is going to be a an exaggerated amount of workload. You might not learn a whole bunch that day, but you do have more workload than you do in middle school, especially if you're taking advanced honors or AP classes. The workload is really what kills a lot of people in the long run because that is a bunch or majority of the grade. So if you can map out just what to do by day, you won't be stressing out about what to do next week because you'll already have it taken care of for the next week, if you know what I mean. And like I said, you can try different things. I moved from bullet journaling to bulleting to check boxes to a whole bunch of things until I found what worked for me, especially with how much time I had. And I found that having a bullet journal really calmed me down going into the week. I could see what all of my things scheduled for that week were and I could get an idea of what my workload was and not have to stress about it. Okay, that's all on bullet journaling and keeping a planner for school. Please email me if you have any questions on that because it did take me a little bit to learn how to use it effectively for all of my work. Now we were going to move into how to organize for school virtually as well as through paper. And virtually it's very different. I'm going to be kind of giving a... Um, list on how to do it through Google Doc. So have your computer up or uh, somewhere to take notes because I'm just going to be giving you a step-by-step -step on how to set up your classes in Google Doc on the computer. So first off, we have paper. What I do is I keep one folder and one notebook for every class. Now a lot of the time I don't end up using that notebook so I will save it for another class but it's important that you have at least a place to keep all of your work together. The folder is for loose leaves that are handed out, which are less common once 
you get into a more virtual setting, especially in high school. And a notebook to just write down what you did for that day and to be able to document day by day what you did so it's easier to review in the end and you're not going through a whole binder of loose leaf. A lot of the time people will like to use binders. I don't personally just because they take up a lot of space in my backpack and it's much easier to be able to review in a notebook where everything is in one place and I'm not flipping and flipping through a huge binder. So after I have all of that, I have my planner, some headphones, and a pencil case. Now this is all you need for school. Some people will do big binders, but I've just found having a folder and a notebook and some pencils or something to write with is all that you need to be prepared. And you won't be carrying around a bunch of stuff, but you also won't be that person who is asking for a pencil every two classes. Not to hate on you guys. Again, this is how I stay organized through paper. If you like to do it a different way, then stick to that. And we are going to move into now how to virtually stay organized. Um, this is through folders. A lot of the time, you're going to find that teachers will assign a lot of assignments through Google, which is fine. But it can get kind of clumpy when you're scrolling and scrolling for that assignment in your Google Doc instead of just finding it in a folder in your drive. And I'll show you how I set that up in my computer. So the first thing you're gonna do when organizing through Google Drive is go to your drive in your computer. If you just go to the nine little dots on the right upper hand corner of your screen and then click on Drive and it's gonna bring you to your drive. You're gonna see your Google Slides, your Google Docs, your data charts, all of that. And then you're going to go to your folders tab and under your folders tab, you're going to add one folder for every class. Now, what I want to stress is you don't want to be adding 20 folders because then you're just creating kind of the same problem of having so many documents. Just add your six or seven classes in the folders. And then when you click in the folder, every time something's assigned to you, you just add that assignment to the folder with the same um, class. Now why I find this so helpful is because it's also by um, timeline, so it's from earliest to oldest date. So when you click in your folder and you're looking for that assignment, instead of going through every assignment you've done in the last week, you just go through two or three that you've done in that class for the last week, and that's what I found so helpful. Now it is a lot of work if you do this in the middle of the year, so I advise that you just do this before you start your school year, and then you just stay consistent with adding the, that document or the slide deck into your folder with the same class. Finally, we are going to move in on strategies and tips on ways to study to have an effective and time efficient study plan for just those two days. So what I do to study is I can only focus, this is also very specialized to be each person, I can only focus for about 20 to 30 minutes on really well done work and well done studying. So I do a 20 or 30 minute block and I have a five to 10 minute break and then I do another 20 to 30 minute block. I do this only on the first day because the first day is the heavy content review and then the second day I'll do some 
uh, kind of recap or anything I missed or anything I just want to clean up on that I hadn't done before. It's important to know how much your mind can take at how much time so that if you need only if you can only do it for 10 minutes then you split it up for 10 minutes, 5 minute break, 10 minutes, 5 minute break, 10 minutes and you can even do this in 3 days to help you out. But if you want an effective study time, you want to make sure that it's not all crammed. If you cram everything, you might like have it down for those five days or three days or the next day, but you're not going to learn it long term. And you're going to learn that everything that you learn is definitely not short term. It's all going to come back in SATs in later classes. So one of the biggest thing I regret doing is I put off my algebra one math, which I still like learned it and put time into it and got a good grade but I didn't do that extra studying because that math carried over and then I ended up having to do all that more work in sophomore year so it's important that you do put time into your studying because it's you're gonna thank yourself I appreciate myself so much for creating good study habits in middle school because I don't know what I would have done into high school without them and also don't get too aloof about it so make sure that you are staying consistent and just focus on how you can get better and not what you've done yeah I bet you guys all of you have probably done really well and it's just important to be self-critical and to establish these patterns so that you can be most successful most happy most satisfied with your work okay and finally specifically patterns that you can use are quizlet or um Facts Jam, which are both sites that help with just um, flip cards. And you can also write these out. I like to make lists or just read over my work or quiz myself. I like to do those things as well. And then once you get into higher classes, you should also study um, like test strategies. So how to approach a question and how to do free response questions and have a good structure on free response questions. Okay, guys, this is all I have for you today on study plans. Remember, if you have any questions, to email. And thank you so much, and I hope you've learned something from today's episode. Thank you for listening to I Wish I Knew, a podcast on high school help and preparing for other teenage roadblocks. Make sure to subscribe to listen to upcoming episodes and share this with a friend so that they can benefit from it too. I'm your host, Valentina LaMarca. See you next time.